Are you getting some of the brown sure. sugar? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just grin fucking mm-hmm. me right now, or are you actually getting it? No. <laughs> You're not getting are it? Are you patronizing? <laughs> Man, not bad. I could think of a lot worse ways to spend my 45th birthday than really? sampling a whole bunch of uh, Woodford Reserve. Mm. I mean, I could definitely think of some better ones. I'm not saying that, like, you know, hookers and blow aren't better, but. Woodford Reserve with just about anyone else. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> what a dick. Thank you for joining in to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. Today we are tackling Woodford Reserve. We're going to do three different expressions from the distillery series, starting with the three grain, then moving on to the brandy cask finish, then the double-double oaked, and then we're going to finish off with the new batch proof from the Master's Collection. So sit back, have a pour, kick up your feet, and listen in. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. It's just Tyler and Dude today. So uh, I am Dude Pool, and I'm Tyler Schaefer. <laughs> Every time. So we got a little special treat today. We have uh, I was able to go out and uh, just happened upon some Woodford Reserve batch proof from the Masters Collection. And I think of the Masters Collection, that's really the only one that I was really pumped to to try to try yeah i've had the chocolate uh from last year though yeah and i didn't like it i, I yeah. thought it was okay it just what, seemed empty almost. what were what were some of the other ones in the i don't a, remember all of them but i remember the chocolate malt or something like that was google was this. one google while you're doing that that's fine i'll introduce everything so uh, what we decided to do today is a, a quick little um tasting if you will of a few different woodford reserves so we've got the three grain kentucky blended whiskey which is uh one of the ones that's the one we'll start with and that's that is a whiskey not a bourbon but it's a three grain and then we have a brandy cask finish woodford reserve and then we have the woodford reserve double double oaked all from 2019 all three of those and that's a kentucky straight bourbon whiskey that's that's basically uh, finished in a uh, second barrel so it starts in a standard new oak finished in heavy toasted new oak so both barrels are new oak i don't know what that means as far as uh, whether or not it's still a bourbon, I think it should be because it's not. It's finished in a new oak barrel, so it's not like a brandy cask finish. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, new oak all all around. So I don't think that should cause any issue. And um, and then we're going to finish off with the batch proof. So we'll we'll talk about these as we go through them, and we'll talk about regular everyday events as we always do. So right now we are practicing our social distancing. We are in uh, the end of the first week of the work from home that's pretty much been, I guess, all over this country so far. Um, so, Tyler, you, uh, what are you, your general manager at a, uh, at a at LA Fitness? Operations manager. Operations manager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tomato, avocado. So, all right, you've got operations manager. Um, one of the things that was handed down by the governor in the state of Ohio is all exercise facilities, gyms, places like that all need to be shut down. That affects me as well. Um, being an owner of a CrossFit gym 
and a Krav Maga gym or self-defense gym. Um, and so how's that affecting you? What does that mean to you? Are you still um, working? I am. You know, I don't think that they plan for it all that well. Um, and, In what way? You know, I truly don't know that they they could have. Um, Why? Well, I mean, but, to be honest, how do you plan for something like sure, this? Sure, sure. Um, but they pretty much just, you know, they got to a point and they said, hey, you know, we're closing. And then actually uh, DeWine um, came out, you know, later that, that day and said all gyms have to close. So I think LA Fitness was going to do it anyway um, because Los Angeles uh, in the headquarters is in Irvine. But the um, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, and New York all had closed, you know, from from government control. Uh, they had closed the clubs. So I think LA Fitness is, you know, saw the writing on the wall and they're like, hey, we're just going to do this. Um, but they didn't really know how or what they were going to do with anything. So they decided to, and, and you know, you asked one uh, higher up one question and you'd get a, and another the same question, you'd get different answers from each. Um, so they decided to to be open uh, Monday through fr- or Monday through Sunday, eight to five, in which we would go in and clean. So they had basically um, the hours set for a janitor to be in there and one manager. Well, there are three managers technically in a facility, and um, you know of those seven days, they basically said work it out amongst amongst yourselves how you want to do it so we the the general manager of sales and myself um the assistant general manager of sales he basically just filed for unemployment um and he's moving shortly so that was an easy decision but the gm nick and i decided to split up those days um you know best as we could sure um he had a lot of vacation stacked up. I didn't have a ton, so I used a couple days to fill up, fill the days that I am, uh, you know, or the hours that I'm missing in that time. But everyone else is basically um, shutting down. You know, they they basically just told everyone else, "Hey, you're you're not employed during this time." Yeah. So I mean that. <sighs> I think there's been a lot of confusion everywhere, though. So I th- at least they're giving you an opportunity to continue getting hours. So that's good. Yeah. I think a lot of places are doing different things to try to work the system a little bit quicker, like laying off people so yeah. that they can apply for unemployment. I know that the government's trying to do some things to, to try to make it easier for people to get money and get access to money. I know places are allowing you to not pay rent. Um, mortgages. They mortgages, just did, yeah. They just did something on that, too. Right. So it, 12 months. I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, as, as a gym owner, we I had to figure can, out things to do for people. Like if, if we were going to have a problem with, with people canceling or wanting to do holds or something like that. And actually we've had a really great response, which has been yeah. amazing. Uh, we haven't really had any people that uh, come to the gym, ask for cancellations or yeah. holds or anything. So that's good. But we've also put out a ton of stuff online. Um, we've yep. done online programming. We've done meetings and calls with, with uh, some of our people just to catch up with them and, and make sure they're, you know, staying healthy mentally and, you know, physically. So that's kind of cool. Uh, before we go any further into this, let's uh, take a quick drink into this. This is the uh, Woodford Three Grain. Uh, and this is a straight whiskey. It is not a bourbon, but uh, 
Again, it is one of the 375 milliliter bottles that they uh, put out last year, 2019. So on the nose, I, I think I get uh, some sweetness to it with a little bit of spiciness. Um, I can't really pinpoint, you know, you know, me and my nose, but I, I think it smells pretty good off the... Yeah, it's definitely got a, a fruity one. Mm. I like that. So that's not bad at all. Um, so this one is ooh, the ooh. Woodford Res Woodford Reserve uh, Kentucky Blended Whiskey. It's a three grain, and it's a uh, it's a blend of bourbon, malt, and rye whiskeys. Um, so they they use new and used charred American white oak to uh, to age these. So this is a this is a really good one. I think um, for me. Um, you know, this one not being a bourbon, whatever. I mean, all bourbon's whiskey, not all whiskey's bourbon. But I think, uh, you know, for me, this one uh, is pretty good. I think it's a good start out of the gates for for uh, this evening. Um, trying to limit our pour sizes so we don't end up plastered after this. Uh, these four drinks <laughs> yeah. like we have on previous year or previous episodes, I should say. But um, I'm going to ask you... Uh, did you listen to either of the Arnold episodes that were recorded? Uh, no, I've not listened to one single episode. That I, we've it done. cracks me up, man. It just cracks me up. So, uh, so just to fill you in, uh, we had Mo and Sam Shaw mm -hmm. do episodes, uh, do one episode, and then we did Brandon Martell from the Buckhorn Podcast was nice. a guest last uh, the last episode. Then you were with me on the last one we recorded that has not been released yet. So. Yeah. Um, with Mr. Michael, but by the time you're hearing this, I guess that that'll be released. Um, so what what would you say on this one? Um, again, using not number system, but uh, just kind of a you know shelf pass. I think this was a fifty dollar bottle, I believe, for really? a th for a three seventy five. Mm -hmm. I bought three bottles of this. Really, I gave one. Uh, to Aaron Janetti uh, yeah. as a gift. Um, kept two for myself. In fact, I think I just opened this one and I believe I have another bottle of it open upstairs, but whatever. I, this is really good. My third yes. my third drink now, I, I it's really uh, got a great finish. So I think it's it's a little light and floral on the front. It's very it's very light on the front too. Yeah, and then uh, I think as it goes back, you get a little bit of almost maybe it's long, but it's not uh, it's not heavy. It's not a heavy finish. Yeah, and it's not super thick as a it, yep. it's a little oily, which but it's not super thick. But um, I I feel like, and I'm not sure where you should taste the malt, but I think the malt almost gives it a smoothness, and I could be wrong, but like I get a little bit of spice on the back end. It's not uh, super strong. the The finish isn't isn't long, but it's it's a nice finish. So I really like this. This is good. Um, I'll probably take individual pictures of each one of these uh, bottles as well. So yeah, back to coronavirus 2019, <laughs> the ever going saga here. Um, if you listen to the last couple episodes, obviously some of the things that we've said have obviously changed. There have been there's been new information. So if we said things that were incorrect, obviously we. We didn't know that at the time, and you're you're listening to these things on like a two week shift, basically. So we apologize for anything that's not exactly correct. Now, the thing that I heard that was really interesting to me was that the some some customers that I work with in my field, I, I get to deal with some uh, healthcare professionals uh, as a customer of ours, um, and they 
tell me they think that when they announced there was like 60 or something like that cases in, in Ohio, that they really think that there's already over 100,000 cases. Oh, really? Of positive people in Ohio. But because 60, they're ASAP, uh, over 100,000. Yeah, yeah. No, only 60 people yeah. are, because we haven't done a lot of testing. Yeah. Um, they think that that's probably indicative of being more with if you use like a flu model because it spreads very similarly to the flu as far as you know. i think the rate is actually well, well at they, first they who said the, it, the the transmission was tougher then they came back and said it was easier and then now they're they're not 100 percent sure but i think f- f- where they've settled is that it's easier to transmit than the flu yeah because it, it is something that you can um the the coronavirus itself from what i understand depending on the surface can live up to 72 hours or something yeah. like that uh not inside of a host and so on a you know depending on the surface type it can live up to 72 hours so that makes it you know oh yeah and with the way people touch their faces and touch every object nowadays mm-hmm. and don't clean their you know hands or whatever then you know but they have enough toilet paper so that's yeah. good so that's good and, and one of the things about you know even if we had 350 million tests all at once then you're relying on every american the only way that you could truly do it is stopping the country and demanding within a week period of time every american gets tested yeah but even then i mean like you're the only thing you're going to be able to do is quarantine the people that get positive tests the people that don't get positive tests might come into contact with a surface that's positive yeah and they might have come into contact with the person uh, that got a negative one multiple days ago. Right. And um, that was one of the things they said is that there's a, a decent amount of false negatives. Oh, yeah. So what happens is and you send that person positives. back. Well, the false positive is okay because you can quarantine them and, yeah. and they don't whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, a false negative is really bad because then you send them back out into the wild and, and whatever they do, you know, they might come into contact with people. Yeah. Um, the the thing that so England tried and then I guess they already canceled the idea because they got some backlash from the rest of the world, but they were going to do the herd mentality yeah. where they quarantine only people at risk and let everyone else just get it, yep. which I think was the probably right move. But everyone gave them such a uh, big backlash on that that I think they backed off from that. Yeah, I think it honestly is the right move because what's going to happen is and and I get some of the the strategy behind it is you're going to let all these people you know, stay at home, then they're going to come out, then they're going to get sick anyway. Yeah, It's eventually going to get through anyone it's going to get yeah. through. I mean... And, and here's... And, and so, while we're all quarantined out of jobs right now, or a, a decent amount of people, eventually, we could all have it whether we already have or we down us, the road. A lot of us already do. I th- That's what they're saying. I mean, yeah. Or they already have had it. Yeah. Um. And again, you know, I said this, you know, before we started, but there's just no way that the first case happened in China, you know, four or five months ago. And and no one got it here. Yeah, like they, there, yeah because they, where it came from was a wet market is what they think anyway. And because of that, people are traveling from all over the world to try these crazy freaking foods of, of animals that that they've never had before. They go there as have a, as a stop. Video, have you seen the video of people walking through there? I've seen the video it's, of Vox put out that showed the wet markets and showed how wet markets came to be in China to begin with. Oh, yeah. It's, and it's how disgusting. it's disgusting as can be. But because of its availability, you get these eccentric rich people that go there yeah. and they want to taste all these different exotic meats. And so that's, what, that's where yeah. a lot... And those rich people are coming in. They're leaving, going back home. 
And if they get something, they're spreading it immediately. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing. You've seen, uh, I guess, theories on why Italy has had such a bad rate. You know, very high median uh, age group. Yep. They're, they're mostly... High smokers. Very high smoking culture. Condensed population. Right. Um, uh, their, their general, you know, from what I've been told, their general carefree attitude on things. Sure. And one of the things that worries me is vaping. I don't know how it is around the world, but here it's become huge. And vaping yeah. does damage the lungs. Yeah. And this being a respiratory thing, I feel like, you know, those types of things could potentially make it worse here. And they're, they're saying that now that there's some hospitalization, like 38% or something, or from like 20 to 54 yeah. or 20 to 60 or something like that, years old. Um, and I, I, I still don't think that's a super high percentage. To be honest, I mean, it, what's scary is that it's really, you know, doing damage to the elderly. That's yeah. what, and, and that's why I was interested to see how England's experiment on this was going to work out. Yeah. Letting everyone build up their antibodies while the people at risk stay at home and uh, let it all pass through everyone mm -hmm. else in the meantime. Yeah. And then yep. that allows them during that time to find a vaccine and, and help and, the people and that think need about, it. Think about someone that got tested, right? They're negative. Yeah. All right. What if they come into contact the next day with someone that's positive that doesn't realize it? Right. That's what I mean. Like, th th and then no they, that person gets it and then they go, you know, asymptomatic for five days, be, you and know, touch 20, 30, 100 people in that meantime. Yeah. It's just, you can't. Social distancing is the best yeah. way to do it and not quarantining yourself in the house. I just don't think it's going to do anything because as soon as they come out of the quarantine, it's going to come up again. Yeah. It's going to surge again. I mean, that's the, that's the problem. Like, it's two weeks of a quarantine so far. Oh, yeah. And what happens in that two weeks? Some people have, have just contracted at the beginning of that two weeks. Some people are going to get it from someone they're, they're in the house with, you know, quarantined. Or, you know, as they're coming out of it, someone's going to touch a surface and get infected within, you know, 72 hours of the quarantine ending. I mean, who knows? It's just, I just don't think it's a, I don't think it's going to solve the problem. It's going to be around. It's going to go through. I don't think the fatality rate or mortality rate or whatever you want to call it is nearly as bad as it says because there are tons of unconfirmed cases. If the people I talk to that are healthcare that are assuming that there's over 100,000 cases right now in Ohio, actually that would be because every three days it doubles, it would be probably closer to 300,000 now. If that were true, then that means that there's a ton of people that are asymptomatic with their uh, positive, you know, positive or positiveness or whatever you want to call it with actually having the, the disease or, or whatever, if there's that many people with it, then that means that the mortality rate is so low. Yeah. It's less, well, even with the testing in, in the U S it's like, I, uh, last I looked maybe 30 minutes ago, what was reported, uh, it was at 1.2% mortality yes. in where the United States. Yes. And, and that's with, conf they can only count mortality on confirmed cases. Sure. So and if there's, if there's tons of other people that are unconfirmed because they never got tested or were sure. asymptomatic, then that's, there's thinking that it's going to drop down below to flu and levels, the, like 0.1%. Yeah. Um, which is absolutely nothing. Yeah. And on the other, on the, on the flip side of that, those, the percentages, you know, obviously if someone gets it, you know, I don't know how long the individual tends to be sick because before they one die or they recover so like right. today i think there was a, a positive um like five thousand new cases reported and you know obviously that's going to happen with 
increase in testing. Well, the, the thing that's irritating it, is it the could media. Be two weeks before that person dies, right. so the 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 sure. mortality rate might be a little bit lagged. It might be a little lagged, of course. But if someone dies and they don't know why, and then all of a sudden they do a test and say, "Oh, he had corona," then they'll at least know it's confirmed. Here's the thing. I don't think I, I honestly think it's going to stay low. I'm not saying that people aren't going to mm-hmm. die. Obviously, they are, but just like they die from the flu. However, I think the mortality rate is is highly panicked. Yeah, I think that people are seeing this just like H1N1. The original mortality rates were listed were listed to be like four to six percent, mm-hmm. and they ended up being back closer to like point two percent by the time it was all settled down. Point two percent, and two. So I mean, they're they're making all these. The media is reporting every positive case. Yes. Not every positive death. They're, they're reporting every positive case, so that's creating panic. It's ridiculous. So, all right, let's move on here. We've got a uh, second bottle. We've got Brandy Cask Finish Woodford Reserve, and uh, this one is also a 2019, and it is uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey that's finished in Brandy Barrels. It's fully matured Woodford Reserve bourbon, so it starts off as their regular bourbon, finished in Brandy Casks. Um, new charred American white oak, and then used California brandy barrels. So this one is a 45.2%, which was the exact same as the last one, which is the exact same as the double oaked we're going to do here uh, in a second. So 90.4 proof. So what are your notes on this one? What do you think so far? Um, Great nose, for sure. So far, anything I've had that's been finished in brandy casks, like isn't that what we did for for the Belmede last week? Wasn't that a brandy cask? Yes. That was, uh, those have so far been outstanding yes. to me. Outstanding. Um, this, let me give it a, a few more sips here. Yeah. So the big news right now is the Mandalorian season two has casted Rosario Dawson as a, uh, as a player inside of the uh, show. I'm pretty excited about that. that. Is. You don't, don't know, know who Rosa- Rosario no, Dawson is? No, I don't is? know the show. Oh man, Mandalorian. It's the uh, Star Wars show. It's oh. on Disney Plus. Oh. It's a TV show. It's actually is probably it it's probably the best Star Wars anything that's been out in years. You besides like besides the standalone movies. You like it? Well, they're um, all standalone movies. No, like the Star Wars one through nine. Yeah. That's a series, you know? Sure. Trilogy, trilogy, trilogy. And then you've got Rogue One, you've got uh Solo. Yeah. Uh, those types of standalone movies sure, is what I'm sure. talking about. So um those have actually been really good um to some degree. And then this Mandalorian's probably the best thing. Yeah. They've put out in a while. I tried to get Jillian to watch uh, Harry Potter uh, last night. She won't. So have you seen the movie yesterday? No. Oh, just watched that last night. It was really, really interesting. It's kind of a chick flick, but basically the premise is the main character is a struggling artist of a guitar player and, and plays music and festivals and stuff. Not doing very well. Yeah. Gets hit by a car during a, uh, or a bus during a worldwide blackout. Yeah. Wakes up in the hospital to find out that the Beatles never existed. But he has all the memory of the Beatles songs and stuff. So he yeah. goes and starts, you know, I'm air quoting, writing all the songs from the Beatles and playing them and all of a sudden becomes a huge sensation. And, uh, you know, it was actually pretty funny because like he's sitting there doing things and, and when he would be in the middle of the movies realizing that certain things have no longer been created, like the Beatles, Oasis, because Oasis was heavily influenced yeah. by the Beatles. What time was this? The movie, it it's like now. Gotcha. It's like gotcha. now, but it was like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, another one was like, he's like, mom, uh, can you get me some Coke? Because she brings him a Pepsi. And she looks at him like, Coke? 
And he's like, yeah, a Coca-Cola. And she's looking at him like, I, she goes, I have no idea what you're saying. And just walks out. And uh, so he looks it up on Google and like Coke comes up with like Pablo Escobar on Google, you know, <laughs> instead of uh, instead of Coca-Cola. And then later on at the end of the movie, he's talking about after he finally has sex with the girl that he's kind of been going back and forth with. Um, he says, man, I feel like uh, Harry Potter after he defeated uh, Voldemort. Voldemort. And she goes, Harry who? And he goes, Harry Potter. And, the, and, and she's like, I, I don't know what that means. And he's like, like, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a pretty cool premise. It was definitely a chick flick, but it was with, you know, if you like the Beatles music, yeah. it was really an interesting watched, kind of a thing. What did we watch last night? Um, I'm getting home at, you know, closer to five o'clock now. And I feel like I have, you know, so much time on my hands. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is funny because you keep asking me if you can stop over like three yeah. and have bourbon. I'm like, I'm working, man. My job is actually blowing <laughs> yeah. up right now because, you know, my nine to five, we do streaming video. Yeah. So that this stuff's like, like blowing up right now yeah. because of all the work from home stuff. Well, well if they, uh, so I'm like, if, no, if you need man. help, uh, if you need an assistant. <laughs> if I need an assistant, maybe. I mean, if it keeps going the way it's going right now, I might. Yeah. So they, um, so what do you think of this bourbon real quick? I like it. I like it a lot. Um, it's a little bit more in your face, I feel, than the Bell Mead. Yeah. As far as the Brandy yeah. Cast finish. I, I agree with that. Um, it's got a spicy finish, but it feels almost a little more desserty um, than what we just had. Uh, the Bell Mead, I, I think I like the Bell Mead better than this. Sure. But yep. this is good. This yep. is, I mean, Woodford starting off with Woodford is, is obviously going to be a good recipe for anything. Yeah. Um, so this isn't bad at all. Um, I like it. I just, I honestly think the Bell Mead was a little bit better. So the Bell Mead, you know, definitely uh, hit me right in all the right places. This is good. I think it has a nice, uh, has a nice finish, which definitely is where the brandy kind of shines, the brandy casks. Um, but I think up front, it's very similar to what we just had. It's got, oh, you yeah. know, uh, it's got the, a little bit of a floral note. You can definitely taste the bourbon on the front and, you know, middle of the tongue, but then on the finish, you get that, that brandy cask. So, you know, um, so we watched new girl last night <laughs> again. I mean, just love hilarious. that show. Love that show, man. You, uh, well, so who's the, who's the Schmidt? nerdy Schmidt, right? No. Schmidt's the nerdy guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Schmidt the i don't uh, he's the one who marries the ethnic uh yeah. like the girl who's the former Cece. model at cc yeah, yeah i can never remember her name that's why uh, i want to name my daughter cecilia no, no, she was attractive Cece. i liked her in that show um, um but do you ever watch the neighborhood no oh my gosh he's in that with uh cc um the entertainer cedric the entertainer Should oh my I, god oh, neighbor, yeah it's neighborhood? called the neighborhood such a funny show and uh did you ever watch Tro two broke girls it's like Kat no. Dennings, and then I can't remember the blonde girl yeah. in the show, but the blonde girl from that show is his wife in this, and then oh. they move into L.A. Uh, next to uh, Cedric the Entertainer and his family, and it's it's a great show. Side note, a couple things just came out. New A new season just came out on Netflix of this. Uh, Dirty Money, super interesting. What is that show? It, it's a series of documentaries that talk about it's almost like wealth inequality scandals around the world so they they did um they um is this a bunch of bullshit for social social 
socialism? Uh, not really, no. Okay. All so, right, so go on. Um, and fraud. So, you know, inequality and fraud. So people that um, have kind of cheated their way into the yeah, money they have they're, type they're of thing? Mostly, they're mostly big. So they went over Bill Aikman um, or Ackerman um, and his uh, role in the pharmaceutical company and basically price gouging at 500% of some of the pharmaceutical companies. So is this, um, is this a real like documentary style? Yes. Series? Yes. Okay. So they, they did Jared Kushner as well as like a slumlord. Um, they did, um, who was the Malaysian prime minister that basically got caught, uh, funneling taxpayer money to, um, live a lavish lifestyle. Um, they also did Biden? no <laughs> any any senator in the yeah, U.S. like pretty any much politician, any politician yeah. um, in the last. They've 10 covered years. the Volkswagen scandal. Oh, um, with the the gas the gas mileage thing. Yeah, the uh, emission mm-hmm. standards. Um, One of my uh, they did the Wells Fargo yeah. stuff. One of my uh, guys that I used to work with, sales guy, he uh, put on a Google alert for the Porsche, um, I think Cayenne, is that the SUV? Yeah. That was a diesel turbo that was using the Volkswagen emission standards. Yeah. And as soon as it came up for sale, like basically people couldn't get rid of them. And he oh, was yeah. like, I want this thing. What are you talking about? Yeah. So he put on a, as soon as he found one, he bought it oh. and got like a, he saved like $10,000 yeah. on it. Yep. And he's like, I don't care. He's like, it's, I don't care what, if they were lying about the emissions and there was a way around getting the emissions to what you, what they kind of published, yeah. what they didn't, what they didn't, I can't remember the exact details. So this is not accurate, I'm sure, but there was something they had to put into the diesel mixture in their gas tank every so often, like every six months or something. And I think they were, when they were doing the pricing or something like that, they were only estimating you had to do it every like two years as opposed to every six months or something. And that affected it somehow. I I think that every company does it though. It wasn't just, it wasn't, especially in Europe, it wasn't, it's more with the diesel, but um, it wasn't just exclusive to Volkswagen. Um, one of the other cool things, uh, have you ever seen Ugly Delicious? No. With David Chang? I have not. Do you know who David Chang is? I have no idea who that is. He is a pretty well-known chef, and he is South Korean. Um, and so he's got a different, he's got different episodes around, you know, certain foods. Well, in the second season he just came out with, he came out with steak and it's a pretty cool hour long episode. What do you mean steak? Like just, they just talk about, you know, steak. They just like the food. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause All he's right. a chef. So his show is, you know, it, it is centered around that, but ugly delicious on Netflix steak. Interesting. Um, and they, uh, they, one of the cool places they go to is, uh, Detroit. And, there is an old famous bathhouse that is also a steakhouse. So these guys, and it's still standing, these stock, these guys go in and they're in basically a bathhouse. And then after they all eat together, these steaks. Um, so I thought that was pretty, pretty cool and unique. Um, another place is they go to Carmelo's, Carmelo's, Carmelo's maybe in Australia. And it's essentially, chipotle 
but steaks. So you walk up and you're like, you go to the, the countertop and you're like, I want that steak. They cook it in, you know, however long it takes like for six whatever minutes. You get it finished. It, yeah. Yep. It comes out. They, you choose your sides with it. Um, and it's basically like fast food, high end steaks. Where is Very this? Very cool. I, that, that one was in Australia. That's kind of a neat idea. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what they so started doing with pizza. I mean, yep. so that's probably just right around the and corner. And it's like... Um, Hopefully. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'd and love fast like, food steak. That'd be oh, amazing, yeah. wouldn't it? And it's a community... You know how at Hot Chicken Takeover, they have kind of community seating? It's the same way. You go oh, up, yeah. you like, go up I, you're like, I, hey, I, I, want like that. That. I want that porterhouse. You know, they're like, okay, cool. Chuck, just, how do you want porterhouse, it? Porterhouse, really? Yep. That's awesome. So let's talk about this double, double oaked. I'm excited for so this we, one. Yeah, and it just right immediately, it's a little bit darker than the other two we just had. You notice that? Yep. It's a little bit more of a richer amber uh, look to it. Again, 45.2% alcohol, 90.4 proof, 2019 Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is um, starts in standard new oak, finished in heavy toasted new oak. And it is supposedly spicier in character than the regular double oaked that they uh, put out. So I'm, I'm going to be a little fanboy here in the sense that I love the Woodford reserved uh, regular double oaked. And I just bought two bottles of the bourbon enthusiast release mm. of their single barrel double oaked Woodford reserve. I like it. So uh, that's, a, that's a mouthful. Yes. Yeah, say that five times real fast. So I'm pretty pumped about that. That should be coming probably in the next week or two because um, I just ordered them. Uh, pretty excited about that. When I saw that they were doing that, I I was pretty pumped. And I'm just actually uh, excited that I'm also getting to go as long as you know the world is still you know spinning. May 21st, I get to go on a uh, Old Forester barrel pick. So that well, if be... I'm out of a job at that point in time, oh shit, I'll go yeah. with you. Well. I'll have to kick Too Mo. Late. I have to kick Mo out because yeah. I invited Mo after no, you said no. no. But take Mo. Uh, no, I will take Mo. <laughs> well, you already, you already <laughs> yeah. said no. I'm not going to back out after I yeah. invited someone. You renege on Mo. Hey, uh, yeah, just so you know. Just so you know, we got a nice bed and breakfast or Airbnb for the two of us. It's going to. It's in downtown Louisville. We're going to go to Ooh. that. You could go with us. You just wouldn't get to go to the thing. We're going to go to Hell or High Water in the evening. Uh, which that's one's speak, that? The Speakeasy in downtown Ooh. Louisville. That's a uh, bourbon right. Speakeasy. The place I was going to take you if we stayed in Louisville when we did our trip to the Bourbon um, uh, Trail. Yeah. So, anyway, um, so that's pretty exciting. Also, other news is we have our distillery products Kinsey Drams with Bourbon Hunters on it uh, shipped out yesterday. Uh, that would be March 19th because today is March 20th. What is today, Tyler? Uh, March. Why the fuck are you even here? <laughs> wow. Good times. It's yeah. my birthday, dumbass. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know that was specifically why yeah, I was here. Turning 45 years old I today. So I, I thought, you think I'd come over just for your birthday? And no, bourbon. I came, no, I came over to drink. Right. Celebrate your birthday. The reason I'm offering up these wonderful Woodford reserves today is because today is my 45th birthday. So I figured if you could make it over here. We were going yeah. to do it Wednesday. You didn't show. We were You're going basically, to do it yesterday. It's basically like half of your lifetime right now. Uh, Although, I hope so. I, I hope, hope so. 
I mean, 90 would be a good life. I'm not going to be upset if I die at 90. No, I'm and, saying unless I'm, I would like unless to I'm 90 like years 80. old. So if, 40 should have, 40 is going to be my half. Life. Oh, I gotcha. All right. I don't want to live past. I mean, 80. if I get to 90, I'm not save money I might be 80. upset if I die at 90. But but if right now, looking forward, if I die at 90, I'm not going to be upset by that. Would you be upset if you died at 80? Like thinking about that, you're like, oh, I mean, obviously, I can't be upset if I'm dead. No, but like <laughs> thinking if about I'm 79 it. and I find out I'm going to die in a year, I'm not going to be happy about it. I, I, Unless I'm like completely it, have a horrible quality of life or something like that. Yeah. So initial look, we said this is definitely a darker amber than the other two it's sitting beside. Um, I mean, that's pretty evident. There's not even really a, a question about that. It's got um, a heavy brown sugar on the nose. Yeah. I was going to say like a leathery, but brown sugar is, I think that's actually more accurate. And I can, I can definitely pick up, like it says, it, it should be a little bit spicier. I definitely pick up a little bit of spice, but the the brown sugar is pretty. I do not on the nose. It's just a finish, a tingle almost in the nose, like um, that. I can tell it's going to have a little spice to it, but the brown sugar I definitely pick up. Ooh, that's so good, mm. and it's a little heavier on the tongue too. Definitely getting some more oak on this. Mm-hmm. Double the amount, would you say? <laughs> or, or double 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 double, double. <laughs> no it's good this is this is nice i like this this is a thicker it's not too oaky though no it's not overwhelming i think it it is a little spicier for sure i i definitely get some spice on the on the uh, back end um but it is it feels good on the tongue like it's it's a good viscosity almost like it's not too thick not too thin it's got some weight on the tongue, um, but it, it definitely has a, <laughs> it's definitely got some good flavor to it. I like this, yep. um, but you're right. The brown sugar, not just from the nose. I, I get that on the tongue too. Are you getting some of the brown sure. sugar? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just grin fuck mm-hmm. me right now. Or are you actually getting it? No, <laughs> you're not getting are it. Are you patronizing? <laughs> Man, not bad. I could think of a lot worse ways to spend my 45th birthday than, Sampling really? a whole bunch of uh, Woodford Reserve. Mm. I mean, I could definitely think of some better ones. I'm not saying that, like you know, hookers and blow aren't better, but Woodford Reserve with just about anyone else. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> what a dick! All right, let's take a quick drink of this. Have we uh, taken a break for our sponsors yet, though? We haven't, so I think now's a good time to do that. By the way, we need some more sponsors. So if anyone out there would like to sponsor us. We have come to a nice point in the episode to take a quick break and mention our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Check them out at www.unicornnationapparel.com. They make a lot of custom shirts for small groups, parties, teams, or whoever needs shirts. They can do screen printing and vinyl pressing for athletic wear or outerwear. Check them out today.
Well, we're getting some uh, Kinsey Drams from Distillery Products that can be had at distilleryproducts.com. I worked with, uh, I think it was Vicki Cantrell. Uh, she uh, did a really good job of uh, mocking those up for me and getting those um, you know, set up for me. And uh, they are being sent out as we speak. Uh, should be getting them here this week, I think. This coming week. The week of the 23rd. So let's do a quick pour of this uh, batch proof. So first things first, the bottle. Bottle's outstanding. It's a full 750 milliliter bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, this is 123.6 proof. And uh, which means 61.8% alcohol. And uh, this is their master's collection, Woodford Reserve, batch proof. Uh, the bottle's nice. It's uh, limited edition or limited release or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's just, it looks like a, a lot classier bottle. Not that the bottles from Woodford Reserve aren't classy already. But it's nice. But it's a nice classy looking bottle. Yeah. It's hefty too, you know. Yeah, like that's just no. completely agree. Is that seven fifty? Yep, oh. it says on the back. Ooh, ooh, it's got oh. a nice. It's got a nice nose oh. to it. So uh, take a nose of this. What do you think? You can definitely tell it has more alcohol, uh, you know, percentage to it. So that's Damn definitely it. jumping out at me right away. Am I keeping you from something, man? My phone died. Oh, that's a shame. You know, I've got chargers like all over this house, right? Well, help me out. Help me out here. My phone just died in the middle of me posting. But what were you posting? Pictures? Pictures. <laughs> um, so take a nose. Take a nose. I'm actually going to get some some uh, you paying attention here. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> You're not going to be distracted by your phone for once. What do you think? <sighs> that's heavy. I like it. I think it's uh, it's got a nice, rich flavor. You know what I should have done is I should have brought over that Elijah Craig and compared the two. Um, maybe. I mean, that's that's not a batch proof, is it? It's barrel proof. Oh yeah. Okay. I Same guess it thing, is. So really. yeah, I I was thinking the eighteen year, but that was what Tom McCash gave us. Yeah, that would have been interesting to try. Yeah. But this is I uh, like this it. is really really good. We should sit down and all of the really high percent alcohol, like anything above one twenty. We should kind of do a comparison. Then one will get super hammered. Two, you'd be able to really pinpoint some flavors on the uh, on the higher end. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm the flavors. FOMO. Would you stop? Well, my son apparently rolled his ankle. That was my son, what? not not Bolt. Um, is he all right? Yeah, he's fine. But I have to go get him here in a second. So I we'll have to wrap this up just now. Um, what is ankle? Yeah, have to wrap his ankle up and the show both. Good joke, dad joke. You don't have a dad. How's that going, by the way? You slipped one past the goal yet? Not yet. Damn it. Hey, all right. You, you know, if you, <laughs> here's the thing though, when you're trying to get your wife pregnant, you cannot wear condoms. very true true. unless you poke a hole through them you got to poke a hole through them that's what you know my wife did we were you know we were actually saying like it might be a blessing of disguise because in disguise because you know if something happens with the economy you guys lose your jobs or something you mean or what do you mean well yeah i mean um i mean you never know like 
financially would we be able to do it um i think no one know, no one we'd be this day and age is technically financially sure solid sure. enough to have kids and that it just ends up being something they do and they adjust to yeah you know what i mean um and the other thing is it's like with the big virus going on like you know i'd be super worried with a pregnant wife or an infant well here's the thing no one i think under the age of 10 has died from this in the entire world really yeah they said there was a two-year-old that got it, but or one didn't die. Just yeah. they got it because they were quarantined with someone in their family who had it. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're dying. I mean, they. Yeah. I mean, they. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm you just know, saying at this point, I, no one. It's I, it's the opposite of H1N1, where it was mostly kids that were dying. Yeah, I just realized, and to me, especially with the kids, that's a little bit more important that someone than some than someone that's lived a full eighty years in their life. Children are going to be obviously more important to me um i mean uh, if you have to weigh something one way or sure. the other obviously someone who's lived a full life already versus someone who's you know newborn or in their first few years obviously you're robbing them and, yeah. and everyone else of a full lifetime versus someone that has had that opportunity right i agree i mean you're not wrong i, I yeah but again obviously you don't you, with you, it but too, you don't want to you know? lose any life sure. obviously yeah um I just, uh, you know, when you have to weigh something like that, no one should ever have to make that type of decision. And you're looking at right now, at like places like Italy, where they're having to make those decisions. Yeah. You know, and you you can't imagine that. There's, there's given the chance to save a three year old versus an eighty year old, what they're going to choose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's that's that's incredible. That's got to be yeah. A, yeah. That's going to be something. There's got to be something wrong with Italy here. Like I just saw that they reported another, you know, six hundred deaths in the last twenty four hours. Like that, there's got to be something. Well, here's the thing. So, so wrong. I'm throwing out stats that I don't remember the exact details to, but which is usually never a great idea. But no, but but whether I'm wrong one way or the other, the stats are right. It's just whether you'll hear what I'm saying in a second. I think it was women that are being affected more by the coronavirus than men, if I remember correctly, in Italy. And women, and this could be the exact opposite. I can't remember, but I think it's it's one sex or the other is being affected more than the than than uh, one sex is being affected more than the other with the coronavirus in Italy. Yeah, and that sex is the one that tends to be higher percentage smoking. Sure. So when you look at that, I mean that does provide some answers as to why that's happening. But then if you look at the number of people that actually tested positive for the coronavirus in Italy, I mean, it's it's astronomical. It's crazy. And if you think about how much of a tourist country that is. Yeah. I mean, the whole country is a tourist country. There's not... You think about the United and States. Then, and then think about all the people that were in Italy. Well, but think about the United States compared to Italy. Every big city in Italy is a tourist attraction. Yeah. That's not the case in Ohio. Yeah. That's not the case in, you know, Chicago, New York, uh, LA, San Francisco, Miami. Those are your big places that people go as a tourist to visit. Yeah. That leaves a shit ton of cities still in the United States that aren't affected by tourism. Yeah. To to the most for the most part. I mean, Columbus canceled the Arnold Sports Festival. We had our last two episodes from there. They canceled it from a spectator pr- perspective. They still let the people compete, athletes and stuff. Um, but if you think about that, you know, tourism affects every city probably to some degree. But like compared to Italy, that's like their major, that's got to be their major 
I don't want to say import, but that's got to be their major revenue as a country yeah. is just tourism. United States is exports. Yeah. You know, they get some tourism. Don't get me wrong, but the exports are their major, you know, their major revenue when it comes to, and not, not to mention just also commercialism or is that a word? Manufacturing. But just like commercial, you know, purchasing and stuff inside the country. Consumerism. Consumerism, whatever. Um, inside the country. So you look at all these different things and you wonder how much of that affects, like how many people were already infected, to your point earlier, coming into Italy as tourists, the same rich people that might have been in contact well, with people in the wet markets of China. Well, there's also been quite a bit of um, the Chinese investing and in buying things in Italy. This is good bourbon. So, yeah, of course it is. This is the best of the bunch. You think? The double-double is really good. That I was, like the double-double the best. I, these two, for me, and I, for me right now, I'm leaning towards batch-proof stuff. I don't know why, but I've really got The gotten, proof has calmed down on me. Yeah, so. it has. And, and the first drink or so always gets me on the batch-proof, but then after a couple of drinks, I'm like, hmm. Pour, pour just a, a tad bit more. Like the batch-proof? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to water it down just to, uh, just to see if it opens up a little more. Yeah. That's good. That's good. But I, I've been leaning towards batch proof stuff a lot lately, and I don't know why. But the double double I really enjoyed. I think these two are almost neck and neck for me. I, I, for me, all of these are at least a shelf. This batch proof, I think I would go, and the double double, I would go stand in the line for. I, I yeah. call them hunts for me. I, sure, I would sure. I would rate those as hunts. Uh, the other two, I've, I'm glad I have them. I wouldn't hunt for either one of them, but I'm, but yes. I, and, and, and the funny thing is, is I went for both of these looking for something else. So the brandy finish and the three grain, I went to Woodford Reserve looking for something else and walked away with those Where did because you get they the were double, on the shelf. Double. The double double, someone actually was there the weekend it was released at Woodford Reserve. Scott Burr. Yeah. He bought it for me and brought it home knowing that I would want it. And I was so thankful because I would have never how, gotten it how otherwise. How did you get three bottles? I didn't get three bottles of that. I got three bottles of the three grain. Oh, so gotcha. So the first time I went to Woodford Reserve, they didn't have any of the stuff I was hoping for. They had double oaked, but we can get that regularly here. That's on the shelves here all day, every day. That double double, so you're, you're never going to drink through. <laughs> oh, I'll drink through it. Oh, you shit. Think? Yeah, because they, they release one almost every year. Um, and I'll get it again. I'll, what I know when it's coming out, now that I know how fast they, they were selling 12 at a time, limit 12. What? Yeah. So it sold out in like 48 hours or something stupid like that. Oh, I thought it would have been out in like two hours. No, it was like 48 hours. They, they had, they were, you know, stocking it for a few days, but the three grain was there when I, when I went the first time ever to Woodford Reserve. So I bought it, bought three bottles of that. The next time I went hoping to get the double, double. And it was sold out. And they're like, oh, yeah, the Double Double sold out in 48 hours. I was like, oh, shit. So we bought the Brandy Cask uh, finish. I have one bottle of the Double Double. Hmm. Aaron Gennetti turned me on to the Double Double a few years ago. I've never owned a bottle of it ever. He turned you on a, a long time he, before then. He turns me on all the time. Yeah. Uh, and then Woodford Reserve Batch Proof. The Woodford Reserve Batch Proof, that was, I think, released in March. I follow Breaking Bourbon their release uh, calendar that they do. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that was a March release. If not, it was a late February what was release. It? But so, so the funny thing, let's talk about this because we is are- Is that exclusive to 2019 or- No, that's a 2020, it, the, the batch proof. It's 2020, sorry. I believe. So 
what I mean by that is, is, is it a year? Do they do it every yearly year? basis or is this I the first know. time they've I done? I think it's the first time they've done a batch proof, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Ooh. So the, the funny thing about this, we are a hunting show to some degree. I know we talk about stupid nonsense all the time, but I went to, uh, well, so let me back up a little bit. Aaron Janetti, the same guy went to Kroger on Tuesday, which was their release date. Now they had that sitting behind the counter couldn't sell it because it wasn't in their system. Huh. So he talked to the guy and the guy's like, oh yeah, um, we are going to you know, release it tomorrow. So I just went there at 9 a.m. No one was in line because it wasn't their release day and I walked right up, bought it, just, hap- just happened to be available. So That's insane. Um, <laughs> no, I, I added him. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. know because you don't listen. Yeah. No, the other, uh, the other night, you know, Julian and I are getting ready to, uh, to make babies. And this is definitely going on, just so you know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and uh, first, take a shower. Um, because she wants you clean. No, no, I prefer that way. Your it, mom did a number on you, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just had I had worked out that day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, that's yeah, sometimes." Yeah, sometimes I'm like, "It's it's not me. It's not her. I'm smelling. I'm smelling myself. I'm like smelling sweaty yeah, balls, and stench, I get yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I get turned off. I'm my own self. I'm like, oh, oh there's nothing that can turn me off. Yeah, uh, like, well, I mean, so. So, that's not that's not 100 percent true yeah yeah i mean about myself oh <laughs> if i'm in the mood <laughs> i could smell like fucking swamp ass and not have showered for three days and it doesn't matter so we uh so i i pop out shower. she's like you don't even like we're we're like stripping down naked. she's stripping down naked i'm naked you know like in pulling pulling the uh pillows off the bed she's like you didn't even recognize that she's like you didn't even say anything about the made bed and she just starts nagging. And I was like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're literally butt the, ass naked. Right. So, so that's my question. So does she expect that you honestly think that as you're about to have sex, that you're going to notice that yes. the bed yes. has been made and well, the pillows first off, have been I, I already noticed it, but she's like, you didn't even say like, she just starts nagging. And I was like, shut up. Like, <laughs> stop bitching. We're about to have sex. Like, shut up. <laughs> Did that help? Did you no. up, did you end up having sex? No. She's like, that that's it. No. <laughs> you can't tell yeah. a woman right before you're about but to have sex thing. to shut here's up. Here's the thing. I that that was it for me too. I was like, I was like, I don't I don't want to hear you fucking bitch. Listen. As as we're about to bone, that is the most unattractive thing ever. I was like, this could have been an hour ago, or it could have been 30 minutes from later. Just not right. like we are literally both naked getting like pulling sheets off the bed we're getting ready to try to make babies and she's just sitting there like <laughs> i was like i was like oh my god oh my god i don't i don't, I don't want to bang you i'm so unattracted to you right now oh my shut god. up oh your relationship cracks my shit up yeah man. I I could not ever imagine even telling Trina something like that. Yeah, and having we sex are, for a month after that. We are we are so brutally honest in a lot of in a lot I of guess, ways. I and, guess, and it's, I mean, it's it's fantastic because like we can both speak our minds. No, that's cool. That yeah. part's really cool. But like, here's the thing: like, if she's like, I'm not banging you, I'm like, cool. Like, 
I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't in the mood anyway after you were fucking bitching. So shut up. <laughs> oh motherfucker, that's good shit. Yeah, that is so funny. I mean, like if Pamela Anderson was in front of me complaining, I'd be like, "You're right." Like, let's. I'll. I'll just take the. I'll take the abuse and. But Pam, Pamela Anderson's nasty. Whatever. Um, she's like, can nasty. You, can you do like a a more recent Pamela Anderson Baywatch? Okay, so can sorry. you do a more recent sure, sure. Uh, person like Pamela Anderson lately? Sure, she's like twenty years past her prime, man. So, anywho, what did you think with the wood for deserve when you added a little water to it? Did it help it out? Oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah, anything new that you picked up out of it? No, there wasn't anything distinct. You seem to be getting around just fine, Brylon, with your... His foot's not even swollen. I know. It's not even swollen. This seems like it's just like a cry for help. Yeah. My my ankle, my bone Brylon, literally looked hey, like it was sticking through the... Brylon, can you show me on the doll where Bolt touched you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like You'll he's... be fine tomorrow. Yeah. Just keep moving it and stay Brylon, on it. Come over like, here. Honestly, to, move it Brylon, around. Come over, come over here. I have to finish telling you about basketball. Anyway, hey. So literally, put your foot on the floor. The, the it's the, going to hurt. You just twisted hey, it. Hey, the guy, the guy that you would actually like this. So, I think he is. He's fantastic. He in ways is not the sharpest tool in the in the shed, but also yes in ways. So, my my lead janitor's um, probably thirty. I think he's thirty six. Um, better hope he doesn't listen to this no 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 he's he, he yeah <laughs> don't put this in there <laughs> oh it's too late man it's all fair game edit, edit, edit this out where's the edit so, button on this thing so he went down to miami to train specifically with uh, a, a certain guy for basketball but he's got a love for basketball Dwayne wade i don't know who it was but my lead janitor owns a basketball court like literally owns an and one basketball court that he bought for $25,000. He's currently through a different, a bunch of different ways has money that he's looking to buy a property that he's got, um, that he can put a, a gym on and listen, I'm listening to you. He can put a gym on and do basketball training out of there. So when we, when I play with this guy, he's my height. He's not insanely athletic, but he's in shape. Dude, when I say he makes 75% of his three-pointers with someone literally in his fucking face, he does. It's it's the most unreal thing I've ever seen. Just, I, I'll play the tightest defense on him. Just. Do you make those noises when you yes. shoot? Like I, he, he made might, one on me the other day. Problem. He made one on me the other day. And I'm like, I, I was literally like, I don't, I, I, I can't, I don't understand how you made it. He's like Clay Thompson. I'm glad that you went with Clay Thompson instead of Steph Curry. Yeah. He's I'm not glad. like he, his name. It's, he's it's not Clay. quite that. Okay. No, so they're, well, they're both excellent shooters, but they're, yeah. they're completely different. But when he, when, whenever you like get him, he, whenever he attacks to the rim, he uses his body to like shield, it's insane. Yeah. It's literally insane. So, uh, where the hell did that just come from? What were we talking? He just rolled his ankle playing basketball. So, we were talking about basketball. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. 
I'm just going to say right now, for someone who works at an athletic gym, you did probably the worst job. No, <laughs> wrapping his hack wife ever seen. That that is more indicative of Brylan's terrible structural feet. Well, he does have Flintstone feet. So, of anything rather than my. Why am I just getting roasted right now? I, I don't think that's being yeah. roasted, saying that you have Flintstone feet and bad you structured do, feet. You do. It's tough to see if your ankle's swollen. It's you got cankles. Dude's got cankles. I do not Just have cankles. cankles. <laughs> I have the yeah. farthest thing from cankles. I don't have my calves are so defined that no, by the time they get to my ankles, it's like holy. Well, you. Sh- it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like my ankles. Well, first off, first off, you have basketballs for calves. Damn straight, I do. And I but then it goes down, and you have like size. Eight and eight and a half shoes. Ten. <sighs> ten would be pushing it on a good day. I wear size ten. I wear size ten and a half. No, you don't. He does. Maybe. Listen, we can't all have size like twenty five like you do. Yeah. First off, I got the longest toes. I feel you know, like your shoe man. is your foot is the same size. No, as mine. it's not even close. Not even close. I do have long toes. I can actually pick a tennis ball, a lacrosse ball up so and, and throw it. One of the it. most Wait, disgusting things to me Wait, is people that have finger toes. Yeah, that's me. That is disgusting to me. Yeah. You've, have you ever seen my toes? I don't think I have. I don't know that I want to, but he's taking his socks off, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to get a picture. Wait, let, let me get a picture of those for the, for the people. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Those are disgusting. Those are absolutely disgusting toes. Hold on. <laughs> Those are absolutely disgusting toes. Yeah, I can pick a I can pick a, a lacrosse ball up and and toss it. Oh my god, that is disgusting. Yeah, Look at I can those. I can pick I can grab a lacrosse ball and throw it with my feet. Those are finger toes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Finger toes are disgusting. So there's nothing. First off, so we talked just about we talked about losing more the mood. we talked about losing the mood earlier. If yeah. I saw that on a woman, I would lose like, the mood yeah. immediately. Immediately lose the mood. Yeah. This just allows for greater proprioception oh, on, and enhanced athletic it. ability. Is I don't think that's what that. Re- re- yeah, <laughs> I don't think that it means that any anything close to that. Yeah, and I, I have greater distance covered because I have longer toes. Enhanced proprioception, greater distance covered. I don't think yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I'm faster than you, hundred percent. I don't know about that. Oh, it's not even a question. Man. Yeah, it's not even a question. Not even a question. Do you think we'll have softball season at this rate? Yeah, we will. Damn straight, we will. We better. <laughs> we better. <laughs> we went from super positive. Yes, we are. To yeah, we yeah, better. We better. We better. All right. So I think we did. You have, take, did you take Motrin yet? We have jumped the tracks Advil? here at this point. Yeah. Might offer any uh, cramps. Hey, so yeah. Jillian, so I was going to bring home some food. Jillian said, try to buy something local. Well, no, that's cool. That's what, what local takeout do you think I should get on the way home for dinner? She wants a... She, that is not local, you moron. My idiot son said yeah. P.F. Chang. Wild ginger. Golden China is disgusting. Well, first off, habanero. I should get habaneros. I That's a great fucking... Habaneros is a good good option. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Here's the what other do you thing. get there? You get there a fish taco. Yeah, yeah, everything. I get everything. Um, first off, listen. I'm listening. Um, 
here's here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I should get graders. I should take get graders to go. Oh, graders is amazing. But you have to do habaneros first, then yeah. swing through graders, and then take it home. Yeah. I haven't had I haven't had ice cream in a while. Um, so we thought we were going to end the show. We went and picked up my well, we were going to pick up my son, but my wife ended up picking him up first. And uh, now they're just being hooligans and making a ton of noise in the room. So. Yeah bunch of idiots does, does he play uh sports with your son um they used to they go to different high schools uh where does growing he up they were on the same football teams they were rivals in basketball rivals in flag football then they became football teammates then they were on travel basketball together I mean, it's it's just kind of interesting me and my his dad and i uh you probably met heath bolting house yeah yeah his dad and i coached together we coached against oh, each other we, yeah Coached against each other, coached with each other. I mean, we've just been good friends for, I don't know, 10 years now since we met in flag football. Um, started off as rivals, then became friends, and then they they still play against each other with each other. Just, it's Where is he going to school? Bradley. Ugh. Have you talked to Wallace in a, in a bit? No, they were, they're going to Destin, I think, tomorrow. They asked if Brylin could go, and we're like, yeah, we're not going to let him go right now just because of this whole stupid stuff that's going on. Sure. So, I mean, I... He, I feel like it's pretty reasonable. For anyone, for anyone to be like, hey, we don't want to do this right now. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think whatever they're going to be upset with want. it. I think they were just hoping his other friend that they had invited had backed out and they asked mm -hmm. if, because they had taken Brylon before. And so. Well, wait, you were going to Dustin anyway. We were. And I was going to take so Brylon down there and let them hang out when we went down there because I didn't want my parents watching them because mm -hmm. they're a little bit older, obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so it ended up being that, uh, no, we're just. So do the Wallaces plan that? With with knowing that you were going down there or without? No, no, it just happened. We were doing an adult trip because he was doing a choir trip to Hawaii. And it was just going to be an adult trip. And then when that got How canceled. How much was that going to be? Our trip? No, the choir was trip like to Hawaii. $3,900. $3, Why the fuck would they choose that? Because the, the parents chose that. It was either LA or there. They're a, they're a yes, uh, renowned choir group. And they get. For Bradley? No, or Darby? no, Bryland's at Darby. So they're is renowned it choir group. to Darby or is it just Hilliard? So Brylon's on the symphonic choir, which is like the varsity choir. You for Hilliard for or? For Hilliard Darby. For Darby. Yeah, and you have to try out for it to make it. And is Darby better than like Bradley and all those? They're more well-known, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a better program altogether. Yeah. They're known around the country. We were walking the dog the other day and listening to someone like play piano or something in, in their house. And Jillian's like, yeah, our kid will not be playing an instrument. They'll be doing choir. Yeah. I mean, Brylon. <laughs> and I was it. like, and I Brylon's, was like, it's the funniest thing because he used what? to sing in the freaking shower and it was hideous. Now he sings in the shower. You can hear him and he's belting it out. And he's like, you're like, oh, he actually sounds all right. Well, I didn't realize it's a mandatory thing. Like when I, I was think younger, a year it, you had to, you have to do something like that, like band or choir yeah, or something. When I was younger, like we had to do it in like elementary school, maybe or like kindergarten, but yeah. I didn't realize it's like a mandatory choir. Yeah. That's weird. Never heard of that. Sure. 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 Um, but I didn't realize it's like a mandatory thing, like up until they're old. Yeah. And I was like, up oh, until they're old. <laughs> my kids were the one, my kids going to be the one making fun of those kids. You know? No, I thought that as too. He, but then as he's third string quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's my son. I mean, basically. He's choir and then he's, you know, he's 
like second string wide receiver, third string quarterback, like it's ridiculous. Third string linebacker. But uh I mean he plays all these positions cuz he's smart enough to play them, but he's just and he's athletic enough to play them. He just doesn't have the he's scared shitless of contact. So he just falls down the depth chart every year before they put on the pads he's up in the first and second string every time and a couple things and then as soon as they put on the pads he falls down the depth chart (laughs) it's pretty funny is he i was a little bit more afraid of it on the offensive side but i would always like on defense i was like no he'll, he'll run up to someone with a perfect angle to tackle and then all of a sudden his tackling angle will be wrong or he'll slow down and the guy will run right by him like he'll miss him you know what i mean it's it's stupid shit yeah so anyway we are preparing for having you shouldn't a couple have people given over. a baseball i trust me he's got the perfect baseball like build i don't know what it's he was he got hit so the more to the fear of contact thing he got hit in this first live pitching uh in travel baseball and was never the same after that. And the kid that hit him is looking at probably being a college uh, pitcher. Really? Oh, yeah. He's going to probably go to college for pitching. Huh. He's throws fire. Yeah. All right. We got to wrap this up. I got friends coming over. My uh, I got to do it. Yeah, I don't have any. But my wife has friends coming over for my birthday. <laughs> and uh, I've got to clean up a little bit before we get here. I got to clean up for my birthday party (laughs) (laughs) while she's in the shower. Should I put that in the uh, group text? Like, hey, thanks for just left, dudes. Uh, Have fun tonight. Uh, Have fun cleaning for your own birthday party, dude. I think so. I think Uh, so. She'll get a she'll. All right, guys. Hey, uh, make sure you're being safe out there. Social distance, all that nonsense. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Social distance. Social distance. Give them the social D. So, uh, stay safe out there. Again, we are closing out for the second time now. I'll probably cancel out the one we did before when we went to get my son. Sure. And uh, I'm Dude Pool, and I'm joined with... Taj Thank you, and uh, join in next week. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining in for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review at any of the sites where you're listening to the podcast. Also, find us on Instagram and Facebook. And when you do, join in to the conversations, post your pics of your daily drinkers, and then let us know how you feel about any of the pours that you're having.